Are you ready to find your joy in 2023? Then follow us on Instagram at faithfully underscore unapologetic. Week by week, we'll work on growing our faith and finding our joy together. And we'll support you as you strengthen your faith in God. Plus, we'll have daily inspiration, prayers, and tips to help you strengthen your mind and spirit, securing God's joy in your life. We look forward to celebrating God with you on Instagram. See you there. Amen. Hello, beautiful listeners. Welcome back, guys. It's been a little, we're, we're a little late. Just a little. And we want to apologize. We had a little family emergency that we had to attend to, but we're really excited to be here today. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This one, like, you know, it, it came together and I'm really excited for this one. This is what I'm very passionate about talking about and I feel like kind of what I've been struggling with as well. And then mom kind of brought this up and it was like, whoa, this well, is amazing. This, this is a big one. It's like, what does God want from me? It's mm-hmm. like. What I think that is like everyone's question. It is a question I think I ask daily to God. It's like, God, what do you want from me? What do you want me to do? And it's a question that, you know, my son asked the other night. It's like this, what what does God want from me? And so I think this is like so relevant in uh, our society and culture today because it seems so confusing and it's so complex. Yeah. And also there's like, there's just so many things that you like, you might think that God wants from you since we're in a very advanced technological world and there's so many opportunities to serve God within our world today. And so it's like, okay, like with all the opportunities, God, what do you, what do you want from me? Like, how are you going to use me? Right. Well, how do I do this? It's like yeah. I have so many thoughts and ideas in my head and starting my own companies and writing these books and these programs and mm-hmm. all these different things. It's like, and here I sit, it's like, God, what, what, what do you want? Just what do you really want? Yeah. You know, show me. And yeah. so, I, and actually in my prayer time, I, you know, that's exactly what I asked God. It's like, what is your message? And his message to me, and the message that keeps coming to me, especially the last week, is uh, God told me to seek God with my whole heart and not to rely on my own or man's understanding. Mm-hmm. And so... And it, that seems maybe obvious, but yet yeah. it's powerful when you really actually start putting this into action. Yeah. And it's like when you ask this question, and mom and I were kind of just like going back and forth talking about this concept of what does God want from me? And obviously we know like God is so big. He created everything, he created the universe and beyond. And so I think when we ask this question, it's very much like, or for me, like, when I ask this question, I'm expecting something big, something complex from God, since God is big and complex. And so why would the answer be simple, like, love the Lord God? Right. With everything that you have, like, obviously it's hard to because there's many distractions in the world, but it's 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 way more simple than another answer that I can, like, concoct in my head. Like, yeah. just love the Lord God with your entire being it's like that's so simple compared to something that i've made up in my head yes it it is it does it seems like we want to skip over this fact and like move on to the next thing but mm-hmm. when praying you know what the message that god tells me is that my relationship uh with god is solely based upon myself yeah it doesn't really include anyone or anything else it's no. just me and God. No, because it's your choice. Like, I mean, obviously this phrase is used in a lot of different circumstances, but like 
you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink the water. Like, right. So other can... people can lead you to the Lord, but it's your personal choice to have a relationship with him or not. And I like that example. It's used in a lot of circumstances, but I think it fits beautifully with our faith because it's like we can go to church every weekend. We can even read the Bible. We can go to the programs. We can go to the praise and worship, but we can keep doing these things. But until we open up our heart, we make ourselves vulnerable and we really listen to God and talk to God and create that relationship with them. It will be nothing. Yeah. And you don't have a relationship with someone by bringing other people into this. And I know I mentioned this, I think, in our last podcast, but I have definitely been, like, college has opened up so many opportunities to go to a lot of church events or go to a lot of Bible studies. And that's amazing. And, like, doing and, and like, having faith and enriching it with other people is great. But it can't be the only thing that you're searching for. And it's definitely something that I kind of sought out and was, like, chasing. And I feel like I put my own, like, personal, intimate relationship with God on the back burner. Like, I don't want to be watching, like, my friends have personal relationships with God and then, like, me not have one myself. Like, that just hurts. God's messages others cannot bring us to an intimate relationship with him. Absolutely. No. They can't do That's it. It's not going to happen. It's kind of like that horse sitting and staring at the water and like, I'm so thirsty. I wish I had some. Look at that horse drinking that water. He looks happy. You yeah. know, all the time the water's right there. He, the horse has just got to make that movement to create that yeah. interaction mm-hmm. with that water himself. He's got to drink it to be fulfilled. Yeah. It could be like right there in front of you and you're not accepting the gift that right. of god in front of you to have his thirst quenched you Mm -hmm. know it's like quenching your thirst for the holy spirit but you have to make that action and connect with god and that is in time alone and only in time alone i mean that's where you create that connection once you have that relationship with god then you can move out and be with others and worship and prayer um i think and if you're new to finding God, this isn't negating like community and no. programs and activities and worship because a lot of times it takes us a while to warm up to that water. You know, it's like, okay, maybe I am thirsty. Maybe I do want to go look at that water, right? And so you're interacting with everybody and that can bring you to God. But in order for that personal relationship to begin, it is an act of you and God only, mm-hmm. together, communicating prayer and gratitude and worship. Yeah. And so we like to go to the Bible. <laughs> the Bible is God's word. It is God's A word. A love letter from God to us. Yes, and it is really enlightening. Well, and almost mind-blowing, I'm going to say, for me mm-hmm. to see God's message come up so many times in the Bible of what he really wants from us. We have these big, grand plans. Like, oh my gosh, what does he really want? It's like, okay, God, you you want me to start this nonprofit? You want me to do this? You want me to do that? And it's like, no, at the core of it, God tells us to love him with our entire heart, entire mind, entire strength, like everything that we have to love him solely and then everything else if we love him when we love him is going to come from that yes that that has to be first and that has to be foremost that is where faith begins and so 
I, it's not complicated. And I'm reading, I'm going to read a verse from Deuteronomy. And it says, love the Lord your God with all your hearts and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Then it says, impress them on your children. Talk about them when you're at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. Wow. You're supposed to do it all the time. Yes. <laughs> and with and everything you have. Th- this is it. And it's like, love the Lord your God with all of your soul, all of your strength. It's like that's at the core of who we are. That is us kind of worshiping in spirit. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. I it, mean, and, and it's, it's so, it's, well, okay, it's not simple because. It is, it's simple in theory. It's simple, yes, yes. That's a good way of putting it. It's simple in theory. But so hard to put into practice. Yeah. But before we can get to anything else, before we can even get to love your neighbor, serve your neighbor, we got to put God first because that is where that peace resides in our hearts, you know, and that's where we can start seeing God feeling gratitude I think for the life that we have before us instead of always looking at everybody else's yeah, life like you were saying before it's like your own personal choice because someone else's choices although they may like you know uh, affect you it's still not your life like their relationship with God is not going to affect your own personal relationship with God like just because they have one doesn't mean you have one like like I guess an example, like my parents' faith is not my faith. Right. And a lot of people, I think sometimes by proxy, people think, oh, if you're with, you have a really religious friend, a parent, brother, sister, spouse, I think sometimes people feel like, well, I'm with them. Yeah. uh, uh, (laughs) I go to church with you. We're we're together. You pray at the table. I sometimes say something, you know, kind of like, you kind of like are thinking that secondhand you're going to get this yeah secondhand faith faith. (laughs) secondhand faith but that that's where it's important for each of us though to live out our faith because of all those around us because how many stories have we heard where people do follow along with these other people and then they take the leap to make it their own yeah and I think like as a child you're gonna start off kind of like it's hard not to believe with your what your what your parents believe because they're your parents but then like as you grow older you make your faith your own and it's like a yeah. really really cool thing and everybody does it differently mm-hmm. the beautiful thing is yeah. god talks to each one of us in his own way because mm-hmm. people will tell me beautiful and amazing stories about how god talked to them and they're crying and it's amazing and i'm like well i, I don't really exactly understand like yeah. the emotion of it except for the fact that god moved in their hearts so that yeah. that's the beautiful thing but their story is not my story. And so it doesn't necessarily move me in the same way because I'm not feeling the moment. He's not speaking to me. He's speaking yeah. to them. So I think it's absolutely amazing how unique an individual God treats us and how unique an individual we are. Our relationship, it's, it's just not the same. If you really talk to people, uh, people, it's not the same and it is the same. And that the emotion and the feeling and the love and the peace, you know, that is all the same, mm-hmm. but the actual communication is different. Yeah. If that makes sense. And so I love that, but it can get hard to get caught up in, in 
other people. And we were reading Jesus Calling, and there's just one little paragraph that I like out of that. Did you? Yeah. And it's just talking about how it's easy to get distracted. And we're talking about these distractions, and um, so it's really easy to get focused on people as opposed to God. Yeah. Uh, and we can think that it's serving people, I think, and loving people. God wants us to love him first. Yeah. Because so, if you love God, you love people. But if you don't love God first, you're not going to love people. Yeah. If you love people more, you're going to find yourself chasing. Yeah. You're going to be chasing after things and being exhausted, yeah. never finding that peace, never finding that joy. Yeah. And so this is what Sarah Young says. From Jesus Calling. From Jesus Calling. It says, when you are with other people, you often lose sight of God's presence. Your fear of displeasing people puts you in bondage to them. and They become your primary focus. When you realize this has happened, whisper Jesus' name, and this tiny act of trust brings you closer to him and brings him to the forefront of your consciousness, consciousness where he belongs. Amen. So why we love that verse, right, is like, first of all, it helps to acknowledge that we get stuck and we start chasing. People-pleasing comes in or, you know, it's easy with friends, with spouses, with children to all of a sudden kind of get focused and caught up in that relationship. Where it kind of becomes everything, sort of. Yeah. God falls down to secondary, maybe, because they're physical and right in front of us. And it feels so powerful. But with that, we can find ourselves exhausted, feeling used, feeling neglected, resentment. When all those things start seeping in, it's a little red flag that, hey, are we putting God first? The beauty of that is they gave, when you have that little red flag, they gave you a... You just have to whisper his name. And this enables you to not only trust him, to trust him, but to like put him in the forefront of your mind. And Amen. to back to where your heart is fully seeking only him. Yeah, and that's really powerful. And that's why we like that just little segment of that one devotion is because it's normal to get distracted and caught up in this physical world because it's like right there in front of us. I mean, I think yeah. honestly, that's one reason why it's so hard. Like for me, it's very easy to, to people please and to kind of put people above God, but thinking that like, oh, I'm serving these people and I'm loving on these people. So like, this is what God wants me to do. But if I'm not being filled up by God, I'm not going to have any love to give to anybody else. Amen. And I love what we talked about a little bit earlier when we were um, researching this podcast is how we have to plug in like to God yeah, first. And yeah. then we have the energy where we can go and serve and love others. If we yeah. forget about him and try to plug into others, uh, that's not going to work so well because no. their energy isn't like God's. No. And it's like, it kind of reminds me of like the, um, the, the verse that's like, he is the vine and we are the branches. If a man remains in him, he will bear much fruit. And like, you know, the fruit point is kind of a mute point. <laughs> you see what I did there? But. A joke. It, it's not mute, but it's not exactly the point of what I'm trying to say. But like, if we are apart from God, we can we're not do gonna, nothing. We're not going to bear good we're not fruit. Gonna, we're not going to bear fruit so we can even like connect and encourage others. Like we're just going to be like dead. Right. Like, if you cut off a branch from, like, the vine, it's going to die. Like, God is the eternal source. 
Amen. He is the electrical outlet. He, he is the outlet. <laughs> he is the source. The source. Yes. And God I, is the source. And Pastor Dan at church had a beautiful representation of this where he actually brought in a plug-in and started plugging <laughs> in things in church. And he did, it's like, you know, all the, it might have been for Mother's Day too, so it was perfect, where mom's like, they're plugging in all these things, like it's plugging into mom. From the kids, responsibilities, jobs, husband, you know, all these things, get to pets, everything's like getting their energy, you know, plugging in. But then where does mom plug in? If she if she depended upon herself, if she plugs into herself, the whole electric golf socket goes and kind of blows out. You can't but, even be plugged in. You literally, you literally won't function. You have to be plugged into something. No, but when you plug into God first, it changes everything. Yeah, and I don't know if I explained it as well as he did. I, that was a while ago, but um, <laughs> I do like. But like, that no, image. it totally makes sense. Like, you need to get your energy. You need to get everything from God, else you can do nothing apart from Him. Exactly. And so, to love Him is to get energy from Him. Is to get all of those good characteristics, those morals, like just everything good. Everything good comes from God. Yes, absolutely. And I think there's like a new vibe going around where you know just look within yourself it's yourself you know Bro, the i don't answers. i am not the source <laughs> i am not the source and that so that plug-in one i like it's like well no i don't want to plug into myself because no. i know i'm gonna like zip out of energy yeah it's right like, i'm just not, gonna blow a circuit or something it's not me it's god within me it's like oh my goodness if i had to depend upon myself um i don't know yeah <laughs> this would I'd not be working be here sitting today Mm-mm. if it wasn't for god because because he gives abundant peace, glory. He gives you that hope, strength. strength. He is everything. So we want to plug into him. And so guess what? We have another verse. And Jana, yeah. do you want to read that one? It's basically the same thing. So this one is Mark 12, 30 through 31. And it says, love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. What? Whoa, it's the same thing. Like it's the, another, yeah, it's the for same. the second time. So, what does God want from us? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. All your mind. Now, this is a big one. Mind, and then all your strength. So, every cell in your body, mm-hmm. basically, should be loving God. Yeah, that's what He wants from us. How simple can that be? Uh, I don't know if it can be much more simple, but it's not really complex. It's simple, but it's hard because we have so many distractions, right? It's yeah. just like so many. Yeah. Like you can even get distracted by like things that you think are good. You know, and that might be good in itself, but it's like when you start piling them on or putting them above God, it gets a little, a little hard. It does. And I uh, have a book that I am reading and it's by... I've, I've heard about this man for a very long time that people quote him and they have like these amazing in-depth like theology, like connection to God. And it's by A.W. Tozer and he was a pastor and resided probably from the, like the early 1900s and I think he died in 1963. But he has lots of books out there and has provided, I think, a lot of depth into Christianity and how God really interacts with us. And I was just reading in the first chapter and I'm, um, I like 
how he uses words and explains uh, God. And he talks about this religious complexi complexity uh, and that we think it's really complex, but he says that the, sim the simplicity is in Christ and it's rarely found among us, but it is simple. And he's like, instead, and now mind you, he died in the 1960s, but he's talking about all our programs and methods and organizations and a world of nervous activity, which occupies all our mind and attention, but it can never satisfy the longing in our heart because we're too busy, we're too distracted. So he talks about that. It's like, it's a shallow inner experience of hollowness and worship. And so he says to know God imperfectly, or we have to, uh, we know him imperfectly, only imperfectly, but the peace of God is scarce when we're stuck in all that activity and complexity. I mean, I would find that so true. Just with own personal experience, like there are so many opportunities and it's like, okay, yeah, they're great, but you're meant to pick and choose. God wants us. It's, it's, he wants that simplicity. He wants yeah. that simplicity like a child with us. And like, yeah. it tells her. I mean, and then you can even tell that with his commands by... Loving the Lord God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Like, that's simple. It's not go run around, do all this, and do a backflip. And it's not transactional. God's not transactional. It's not complex. It's not intellectual. Many people try to make God yeah. out of intelligence, yeah. intellectual. And so, and as Tozer said, really, when you come to God like a child, like it even says in the Bible, blesses he with all the eager and all the acceptance and all the trust of a child is when God's going to show up the most in your life. Yeah. And so it's putting him first. And so we have another Bible verse that I would we like do. to read. And this one is from Matthew. So they're all different books. Um, and this is what I love about the Bible, that if you start reading it, it really, people talk about how it contradicts itself. And what I find most amazing is how it doesn't, how it's on yeah. point. Well, and you also need context so of different chapters. Uh, especially in the Old Testament, like people say this a lot about the Old Testament, you need to understand the context of what when the Old Testament was, what and it just, was like, written, the laws, and right, like, yep, what was considered like normal and like right. appropriate, yep, because so. it makes no sense to us in this exactly. time right now yeah. because we're so much far removed. Mm -hmm. But at that time, if you understand like the the biblical historians and yeah. how some of the pastors with it explained different things of what was really going on, it's just like wow. It makes much more sense. But what's more amazing to me, because it was written over 2,000 years ago, is how it relates today beautifully and perfectly. Yeah. And how the message is, is the same. It's pretty much the same. So I'm reading from Matthew, and it says, um, somebody's asking Jesus what is the most important thing that God wants us to do. And it says, um, it's Matthew uh, chapter 22, verse 37, and it says, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Whoa, it's Whoa. the same thing. Ah, uh, this is, are you getting the message here? What does God want from you? He just wants us to love him with all of our heart, all of our soul, and with all of our mind. And what does God want from me? The same thing. <laughs> the same thing. He huh? wants the same thing for all of humanity. So the question is, how do we put this into context? How do we put it into practice into our life? We talked about it a little bit, but it's that alone time. Yeah. It really is. And we focus on that a lot, carving out. I think it's great to carve out time in the morning and time in the evening, even if it's just like 15 minutes. Yeah. And just like, okay, unplug, 
no distractions. Grab your book, grab a Bible, grab a notebook, take nothing. Just pray, talk, commune. Dear God, it was a tough day today. You want that gratitude, but you want that just regular communication and then talking through them throughout the day when you're driving. Uh, Little quiet moments. Absolutely. And just like, oh, you know, even I like saying little thank yous throughout the day. Look at the beautiful snow. It's so gorgeous. Thank you for your beauty. Um, this cup of coffee warm my toes on this cold day. <laughs> <laughs> my toes. Thank you, God, for that. Or I'm talking to a friend or have a personal, you know, concern. Bring it to him with with love. Like uh, what I've been getting lo- lately is like trust God. And like when you love someone, you trust them. And so like giving all of that to them mm-hmm. is like your way of trust and vulnerability. And But it also shows that you love them. Right. And that you want to be open with them. And so when I, I, I try to ask God what he wants me to do, and sometimes it gets, you know, when we're busy and working and we have all these things that we have to do, it can get really hard to have that time to ask him. But I try, that's why that quiet time in the morning um, and in the evening can have me redirect me and say, okay, what do you want me to do today? Um, yeah. Or even if I'm in a situation that seems difficult or sometimes we just have these strange circumstances like okay this is god what do you want me to do you want me to say something and then of course the biggest thing is to follow through with action what i find is the more that i focus on god the more i'm able to do these things and help out others absolutely so we have one last verse it's luke 10 27 and he said and he answering and answering he said thou shalt Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself. As you could tell, that was King James Version. She gets the giggles, I guess, with King James. The message is there. It's the same thing. It's God is a very consistent. Yes, love the Lord your God. So that our question is, what does God want from you? It breaks down to the most simple. You, you have to begin here. It always begins here. Yep. A relationship always starts with this. And it's just you and God. And God, God wants us to love him with all of our heart, our whole heart, and all of our soul. So it's going into that deepest, the depths of who we are. Yeah. Our strength. And our mind. And our mind, I think, is sometimes the hardest because our mind is the one that is scattered. And so we really have to find that quiet time and to sit down and be with God Um, and focus on him and love him with everything that we are and your life will change. I guarantee it. So I think with that, I think think the message is pretty clear. (laughs) God's pretty clear. (laughs) It's what he wants from you. I know you know it now. Um, so Janet, do you want to close this out in prayer before we end? Dear God, thank you so much for bringing all of our listeners here today. And thank you just for getting us through (laughs) the last week. You are such a faithful God. I pray that as we just continue into this next week, that our hearts are really turned to you and that everything that we have on our plates, on our minds, that we just give it to you full heartedly and to let us open our hearts to you to fully trust love love you with everything that we have amen yes amen amen so thank you for listening 
Thank you. God bless. May you open up your heart and find a deeper connection with God and take out the complexity and just add the simple in with God in your relationship and go step by step. First, give him everything, trust him with everything, and then move into action with God by your side. Yeah. Amen. And faith and love. Jayla. And Kelly. See you in two weeks. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you are looking for more daily inspiration, go follow us on Instagram. We created an Instagram page and it's called faithfully underscore apologetic. So go there and give us a follow and a like and comment. Yep. And you'll find inspiration, words of wisdom, and we're sharing God's love and word. And faith and love. Kelly. And Jaina. Bye.